Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of SaaS Marketing Makeover. I'm very excited to be joined today by the VP of Marketing at Litmouth, Cynthia Price. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very excited to have you. Now, we had a chance to talk offline. Cynthia has been watching our shows. So if you ever want to get on, you know, let us know, especially if you like the shows. We'd love to have you. And I'm excited to kind of get to learn from her today and kind of see what she sees in these uh, in these products. So anyone you're hoping it is today, Cynthia, like a type of company, maybe an industry, a persona they serve, anything you're hoping for? I just, I sort of hope that I know them, but I hope I don't know them too well that I don't offend them. <laughs> You're not going to offend them, right? So what, what we want to do today is focus uh, delivering a radical candor with a lot of empathy because uh, we all know that our backyards aren't clean and our own sites aren't perfect. And there's a million reasons outside of our control of why they're not. But the goal of today's show is to make, take a moment to dream and say, if I could do anything, what would I do? And hopefully, you know, we can find some of those opportunities. So with that being said, you ready to see what's on the wheel? Let's do it. All right. right. Oh, GitLab size. Yeah, pull five. Hold it. You these are not related industries. Seismic. All right. I've heard of them, but I can't like picture their website off the top of my head. Have you heard of them before? I am familiar, vaguely, vaguely familiar with Seismic. All right. Global sales. Oh, that's why I knew them. Yep. Oh, that's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. I like that. Whoa. I love good creative. That's epic. Oh, and it plays on auto? Oh. Is it such a more clever way of doing video? So it, Seismic is the sales enablement. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. And then they built and they acquired Lessonly to essentially power their LMS. That's like a, that's an amazing acquisition. This is I am I am compelled by this breaking news. This is a solid video autoplay scenario. I know it's an autoplay, but I don't feel like it's autoplaying really. Like I don't, what I wonder what the, let me see if there's tech behind this. Like I wonder what they're using. If there's seismic video WP block embed because it's not like a wissy. I don't think it's a wissy a feature I've seen before. Is it? I don't think so. What happens if you press that play button? Yeah, let's check it out. Let's see. This is like my creative team style. It's the same video, but it's just with audio, I guess. Okay, that's dope. All right. I'm a fan of this like creative style. This is epic. This is awesome for like this moment in time. Help let's let's dig into what what exactly is this moment in time. So Lessonly is joining and what does that mean for me? Yeah, what that means for you, and I would imagine, is they're going to have a world-class learning management system that is going to drastically improve your education of your reps and their adoption, time to first deal, and all these things, right? And so yep. why our, sales team, why our sales team does use Seismic. Um, okay, that's sick. Uh, yeah, the, the product, yeah, it's engaging for sellers. It so is. Like, lessonly, my uh, my head of learning and development was pitching lessonly. I'm on uh, Kajabi right now, but they wanted to move to lessonly as one of their options. So, for like uh, your I mean, community, for your sort of learning paths. Yeah, well, for our internal, because we, you know, we we've hired I think 75 people since February. Wow. And so we got to ramp those people. And so I have a full learning and development program and they don't get a new account until the director of learning and development has signed off on them. 
And yeah. part of that is they have to go. So we've spent a lot of money. We built over 40 hours of video and training, which we call Institute. But and we make it public to monetize, but it's all our private onboarding and training as well. So this looks sweet though. This is a, this is a cool little update. What page are you on now? I can't see the URL. Are you on the, I'm on the one that was like there from the hero shot okay. uh, right here. Now, gotcha. what do you think about the fact that now you're forcing everyone to a feature of your product that they might not want? Well, that's um, what I was wondering. Is it, is it baked in? I mean, is it too soon to go to pricing? Can we can we take a look? Do we have to have less? Let's check it out. Yeah. No, I like what you're saying. So it would be. I, there's no way they could have done the integration already. You know how hard it is to integrate. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Let me see. No, they don't. That doesn't exist. I don't think. Okay, let's see from the learn more. May have to scroll to the bottom. So one stop here. Nervous confidence today. I'm thrilled to welcome them. If you'd like to learn, blah blah. No, I'm not sure. To be honest, I don't. I don't think it's fully integrated into their product suite right now. It looks like they're two separate companies that they're figuring out a product integration with. So this is just sort of newsflash. This is coming. Yeah. So maybe what I would have done if I was Seismic here is still have request a demo. Because I think you're forcing people into an announcement that doesn't clearly articulate how it affects them as individuals. Yeah. Especially if you came here looking for info on Seismic. This is interesting, but it's not necessarily gonna get you what you no, need. It doesn't. Now let's see what like one of their top competitors, right? It's gonna be high spot. Now I, I'm like remembering the space a lot more. Okay, so and I actually met with this team. I think they were on the show actually, or Sour and Sass, one of my shows. I got to meet with them. They were really cool. Um, improve the performance of your customer facing teams, the world's number one sales anyone on the platform. I like that they have sources. I think we're doing something similar, right? Real numbers from real customers, not source, yeah. but still. I love the brand. I really do. I think it's sexy. I think it's clean. I think it's inspiring if you're a sales org. Ooh, that's nice. A little yeah, clean this... UI shot in Salesforce Lightning. Oh, yeah. I love yes. little snippets yeah. of movement inside product. I think those are so easy okay. to digest. They don't require me to click a play button or really understand anything. Yeah. And they're showing how marketing was pitch deck, sales teams. experience oh that's pretty clean and these are just moving right you're not doing that no i'm not doing that that's a pretty sweet uh product integration to show the value this is pretty amazing what seismic's done uh from like a product-led standpoint of how they're integrating yeah. product to their business now what about this i know you know a big part of what you like to do is kind of you know demand generation understanding content assets um i love this little landing page it's pretty sweet Gives me enough. Why do visionaries outperform the rest of the pack? I think this gives me enough that I'm intrigued to learn more. Download the study. Do you still find that this is an effective tactic for monetization? It it is in that like if you could, if you are an established leader in a space where your benchmark report is the thing, um, yep. it. I, you know, we do it. I, like I see others do it. I'll download a report from others in in sort of marketing martech space. Um, right. It doesn't necessarily. You have to treat it differently than other demand gen opportunities. You don't want to like put an SDR on them right away. You don't want. You want to have a better scoring model in place. You want to make sure that this is just sort of part of your overall thing. 
Um, but the, the swagger it gives you in the industry, the quotes you get quoted from in it, the stats that people take away from it and will sort of give link backs to your site, that all, that all sort of stacks up in really nice ways. And it just is, it builds trust right here on the site. Like if, oh, wow, these guys wrote a benchmark report, they must really know their stuff. You know, I mean, I feel agree like you, let me play devil's advocate for a millisecond. Now yeah. you could accomplish all those things without gating it. Theoretically, right? And you could also make the argument that you would get more shares, more links, more swagger by ungating it. And the only reason I say that is I believe that if you ran a statistical regression analysis on the people who downloaded the benchmark report, I think you would not find a statistically significant correlation between MQL download of sales enablement benchmark report and opportunities slash demos given within a three-month period. I don't think you would find a ton of connection there. And I've always struggled to monetize gated assets, if that makes sense. That's fair. I, I think that's a really good point. I think that, you know, the key is that the key takeaways, the bite-sized takeaways aren't gated and they're available elsewhere. That you're you're able to put in your social media ads, the key stats that you found from it. You're able to share, you know, make stuff really shareable and interesting um, and available to the broader community. And you sort of keep this for the people who, you know, pride themselves on being true students of the thing and they want to really dive in. And, and I, I would imagine if you did a study on who actually reads the report, it's going to be nine times out of 10, nobody even touches it after they download it. You know, they have great yeah. intentions. And that's they the, that's the hard part about the SDRs. And I'm glad you pointed that out, right? Because if SDRs call people within 24 hours to download the asset, you're going to get the what, who? No, I haven't right. read it yet. Click. I haven't and I've tried that. Um, but yeah, you also I, don't get the UI. Look how sexy their UI is if you keep it ungated. Because you're know. not going to get this out of the PDF. I mean, they're oh. really, really good at design here. I got to give it like their design team major credit like look at this like this is this is what i'm saying when you ungate it and you let it be like this i think this increases kind of the sex appeal and quality perception of the seismic brand way more than a pdf can so much more sophisticated i mean there's there is you know there are so many downsides on pdfs in general um just that you lose all that rich content inside the site from an seo standpoint that you lose like the the well now um, what do you link to does someone go link to a download if they because now like because your whole premise right a lot of this is link building because we have this cornerstone piece of content but who's like what journalist is going to link to a downloaded link you see what i'm saying what do they link to if the values in the pdf if if it requires an email address, which in our world is just like a massive no-no, you know, you don't want to like clickbait anybody into like, oh, these guys are just fishing for my email. I know it's hard. I I, I do think like this part, if I view the study and you put me on this like amazing page that they have, I feel like if I click around, you can start to build my retargeting pool. You can start to identify people who've been longer on site and put them in different tracks. I just think there's like, because now you're scoring, by the way, of your MQL, if you're baked into the MQLs, you're going to yeah. know, okay, what's the time on site on this page? And then could I score them differently as an MQL? You're right. This and is so much of a better, you know, I'm also uh, shifting gears a little bit before we leave this page. Yeah. I, I think it's bold and awesome that they are declaring the word visionary as like, I, I don't, oh, wow. I don't think of of sales enablement professionals as necessarily. And I don't think that the good, the best ones I know very well, who are friends of mine, wouldn't consider themselves to necessarily be visionaries. And I just, I think this, 
this stake in the ground. It's sort of like that perception is reality thing of like, yeah. oh, wow, these guys, these guys see a, a better future for what I do as a person where sales enablement yeah. probably is, it's a tough road to be on. And I just, I think this is interesting because they, they've sort of anchored it's aspirational that. brand voice, right? They yeah. have an aspirational brand voice. And I think there's very few brands that are willing to do that. And this is pretty dope. I agree. Like it, they're calling people who we see as operators and executionary and kind of like head down individual, like crank out content and assets. And now they're calling them visionaries, which I think is actually pretty sweet. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's bold and it's something that you wouldn't, you know, there are very, you know, I'm on a lot of sites that market to marketers. Very few people will call a marketer a visionary, you know? And, and I think that like marketers are, are, content creators by nature and there's there's a lot of room for that i just think that this is an interesting way where it's sort of saying i i like that it's without saying it it's saying we have a point of view that sales enablement should be better than it is and you should be a visionary about it instead of whatever the other way is you know yeah. here's why we exist to make to pull you up to your aspirational dreams of who you are as an individual mm-hmm. and here's exactly who we exist sort of with who and why Really, really, I think articulated well. Now let's look at the what. Yeah. So what do you get, right? We know who we're for. We're for visionary sales enablement professionals. And we know why we exist, right? To maximize the impact of your sales team. Now, what do we do to accomplish that? I think is the part I haven't seen yet. Yeah. So what we do is we create personalized, engaging buyer experiences. We have sales enablement that makes selling easy. Actionable insights with content analytics, automated scalable content management. Now, I have a question for you. Do you see this as inputs or outcomes? Well, it's not really either, is it? Yeah, I don't. I I feel like those are all things that yeah we should like. I would nod my head when I see all of them and say yeah we should be doing them, but I don't necessarily. They're things that we do. Like we should yeah we should be creating personalized experiences for the buyer. This is actually better copy when deals with personalized storytelling, inspire buyers. But then you and you to say, I guess my point here is when deals with personalized storytelling, how, I, how, how does seismic do well, that? I don't see the how, I guess it's hard for me to right now, just as a buyer, like, where is that in the product? What, wh- how are they helping you win deals with personalized storytelling? What's this feature? Is it type? What is it? They had some, uh, some statistics on the homepage below that video did, that yeah. said something about 350% increase. Like there, there is some case that they're obviously making, maybe it's in the benchmark report that says personalized sales content leads to better win rates or something. I think this page stinks compared to the rest of their website. And I don't think they got to it. Honestly, like their creative has been so phenomenal. Like, look at this. Yeah, that's, this is solid. And I right, just so love yeah. that. I love the dark background. I feel like you know people go back and forth on that. I just feel like it looks it looks sexy and cool and interesting. Then yep. look at this. So now see how they have these product shots that are amazing. See what I'm talking about? Like see how they're doing this and they're showing me how they help enablement teams. Like this is a how. Yeah. And then I go over here to sales enablement, which is their core product. I'm not sure I get it right here. When I get it, like this is not nearly as good. And I think this is just, they probably haven't got to it yet, but it's a lot of content. It's small font. It's not that consumable. 
and the product shots stink compared to their other ones, compared which I thought the they other crushed. ones, yeah. Which you assume those other ones are are based on I'm the salesperson selecting. Is there right here what I'd want to see is like what the buyer would I don't know, like I don't know. Yeah, is show me how product? your product engages with buyers with a personalized experience. Like you showed me everything else. They've done such yeah. a good job with it. It's kind of just like how sad. personalized is it? Is it using yeah, what what is is this just a simple first name thing or is this about my industry or is this like there's a thousand ways you could do that well yeah and you're not selling i wouldn't imagine seismic is selling to small sales orgs that are inexperienced uh -huh. so i think i want to see the meat and potatoes here yeah like that's probably a savvy crowd that that knows what's the basics of sales enablement they don't need to be educated on what that means they need to be educated on how easy is this for me inside my salesforce instance to select what content to send and, and send it. Yeah. And I just, I've found that any time you, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Anytime you do copy like this, it just doesn't work. My brain literally tells me not to read this because it's more than three lines and it's too small and it's too much. My brain just scrolls. I, I think these product pages, let's see if there's any of the other ones that may do better. Like this is dope. You see what I'm saying? Like they kind of put all their effort up here Yeah. and then it like, yeah, these are these stink. They need to do better. They're they're good enough, by the way. They're. Really, but I don't really even understand stuff. what's going on with the boxes and the the blue background. It honestly, I just don't think they had enough creative bandwidth because their creative team has been pretty phenomenal with all of this stuff that I've seen. Yeah, I've been really impressed by it. I genuinely, I think it's some of the best I've seen. But then I get it's not great on they're just trying to pull together a bunch of screenshots that don't have a unifying factor so they're like well let's put the blue background behind it i'm i'm with you i think the rest of their their video capabilities are solid whoever's doing that for them they just they just probably haven't gotten to these yet yeah i just don't think let's see maybe solutions are better because that's on the home page i don't think they're really pitching the product pages so let's see see this is already right here so they a solution sales enablement teams power sales to sell better faster and smarter Align sales and marketing, content management provides a single source of truth, arm sellers with the right tools. I think it's all fair. Now, bring it to life for me, baby. I want to see it. To... This is the first time we've seen customers, right? Yeah. So let me see what happens. Watch this. This is what I like to do. Sometimes I think we have this mistake. Let me see. Now let me try to see this picture. There we go. Now you're selling me. I just got to delete all the fluff out of this thing. Now, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, like, I, it's like, like that section I don't think does anything for them. It's no, you're right. Have three generic bullet points. They don't need a whole section. Tell me about why Citrix, this worldwide sales enablement director of Citrix, awesome brand. Let me read their story. Let's see what their story is like. Let's see what they do. Oh, yeah. See, this, yeah. Is, this is what I want. See, now you're selling me again. So I think they just need a little tough love around some of their fluff on their product. Like, see this right here again? Do your sellers know what content? Right. This little product shot. It's just fluff. They don't need it. Yeah, it's like you could replace that product shot with a quote from, from Citrix. Yep. Um, right and say whatever that what, whatever he said, like without when we used pages, it was whatever. Like it, it, it doesn't matter if they know what it is yet. It's just a matter of like them them talking about how it changed their lives. I completely agree. And now look at this business without seismic. Like throw this between here and between the Citrix. I would move this one up and I put it right here because yeah. then I can say like okay, seventy four percent, and then I can see the leading company. Okay, that's sweet. 
And I wouldn't say leading company. I'd be like companies who trust Citrix or companies who trust Seismic. And I can kind of see how it says business without. It doesn't say business with. So I would connect that obvious dot that isn't quite perfectly obvious. And then I got my logos here, which is epic. I got my Forrester Wave where, by the way, why have we seen Forrester Wave when we're the market freaking leader? Yeah. Honestly, like, right? Like we're up here crushing it. And I got to, if you put a hot jar on this, what percent of people scroll? And I already deleted a section. Right. This is the media stuff. It could be to give them some grace that we're seeing them in this moment in time where the lessonly news superseded all the stuff that was on the homepage. Um, But but I don't think that I see that there. Let's just make sure we didn't miss that because no, come on. Don't put G2 over Forrester. Yeah, that and they don't have way. it here. I want that instead of the next era of sales AI got it selling, like replace this whole section right here with that Forrester thing where you're number one. And now I hit request a demo. Yeah, is this what is that bottom thing saying? What is that the Forrester report? It had the Forrester logo in there. Go back. I know it wasn't like that. So that was just G two. They're they're using. I don't know why we would use G two over Forrester. But what's this one? What's that one? You just have the black box. Yes. When I click in, it takes me to their analyst report section, which I think is amazing, but it's also hidden. Like I would have to go all the way to analysts and third party reports. I would pull that out and say analyst. Like when I'm this badass, yeah. not like this is a massive category that they're crushing. And the Forrester wave at least deserves billing alongside that. Oh, and this is because it's their sales social engagement solution, but it's from Q1. I would go back to that other, I don't remember where it went, but they have the other screenshot that's their actual, oh yeah, their whole category. See what I'm saying? Like they've been winning since 2016. I I like, I like the G2 reviews somewhere. I mean, I love like the, just the volume, the volume of them was impressive, you know? Um, But it, the the way that yeah, they- but it, it doesn't position them as well in my opinion because it makes high spots seem a lot closer and it creates a much more head to head sales environment than I think if we go back if you go to this page, this is more compelling in it's my so opinion. Much more, and it's just cleaner. It's easier to scan like those G two grids, especially in a crowded market. They're you got to really put your glasses on to see you know to find the logo and figure out where they are on that grid. No, I'm right there with you. I, It's good. I, I'm not saying G2 is bad by any means, but I don't think G2 carries the same weight when it's Citrix is buying. And no, and I would, I, if they didn't have the Forester and they didn't have the, the Citrix and the other stuff, then I would be like, yeah, let's play up that G2 and find a different way to present it. Um, a billion percent. But I mean, and now I guess this one's 2020, so maybe they don't want to lead with legacy, but I don't know. I, I thought this is pretty sweet. Now let's see on their solution. Or I guess we could go see if we're doing anything unique with company. Talk about diversity and inclusion. Let's see what they're doing there. Cool. This is cool. I might lead with Donna instead of the white dude. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's good. I, I you can tell you know Doug has a heart for it, which is great. I I don't know if. Doug articulates his heart as well as he wants to. If he leads with himself, you might want to lead with Donna. 
because yeah. it shows the investment you've made to bring in a VP of global inclusion. I think that's really special, but I might lead with Donna um, just as like a note um, for what he's trying to get across. And you can tell he has a heart for it, which is cool. I think you might just want to maybe, I don't know. I got to do the same thing and think about, you know, when is it time for me to use my voice and when is it time, you know, for the people I've put in authority to use their voice. To lift them up. Yeah. And then I think these are obviously not shots of the seismic team. So they might want to uh, clean this up and use real photos. I think that's something at Directive we've done really cool is we've always done professional photographers of our actual team. And then we put our titles. So if this was their team, I want this to show yeah. uh, this individual's name and their title, individual's name and title, name and title. And then it doesn't look like it's fake. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I think there's some stuff. They, like, see how it, like, Nobody believes this is like their actual team. No. And so I, mean, I think they could, that was this in the main nav? It's under company. I always like looking at company sometimes just to see like it, I think it's a big part of their brand, if that makes sense. But yeah. 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 No, that's good. They've got blog, which is separate. Interesting too. So they don't put blog under resources. I haven't seen that before. So it looks like they're trying to only do premium content under resources and they're kind of hiding their blog. Where is the blog? Okay, the blog's on a company over here. And you've got your content here, but it's definitely not logically organized if you think about it. Because, And then this is my pet peeve just for everyone listening or watching is I do not like uh, separate menu environments for my content because I've now disconnected my product from my information. And that's what they've done here, whether they want to admit that or not, or realize, but now they can still have a secondary menu underneath the top menu if they want to still have this. But what they've done is they've made, they've like, think about it, how sellers are extending the corporate brand. So now you've convinced me that there's an alternative to cold calling and why it's seismic or whatever this is trying to tell me yet. How do I get to the product? That is that. So I can explain. The nav is just gone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and now, for sure. So in my opinion, the hardest part about content marketing is directly connecting content to revenue. I think that's all of our biggest problems is funding content long enough and well enough so that it could actually deliver the promise that content marketing makes to a brand that we all believe in but struggle to ever fund or get to because it's disconnected from our ability to attribute it to our pipeline. I think yeah. that's the honest truth. Now, you're perpetuating that when you remove your menu, your request the demo button, you remove any form of monetization from your content strategy when you do it this way. And I hyper do not recommend this at all. I agree. Well, because you you also, it, let's say that these pages have any SEO value. If they do, like you're losing, you know, what if they're entering here? Then what? Yeah, it's not, it's not ideal. And more and more people have done this. I don't know why in all transparency. I really don't. I think you could put a normal menu up here and then you could do the blog menu here. You could do a secondary sub menu underneath the normal menu. But I, I really don't like the fact that now I got to go back to seismic and now I can see your solutions and product and like everything else. I, I think you want to integrate your content to your product so you can monetize your content. Yeah. Let's see, AI guided selling, because they're pitching on our homepage. Let's check this one out. Uh, 
That's, I mean, AI is such a hot topic that. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. It's like they're going to show. Good morning. I'm your new assistant. I can help you find the best content to present to your buyers. Don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn. I love that. It's so true. Salespeople are stubborn. Uh huh. <laughs> That's good. This guy is such a sales guy. I love it. He's such a good actor. Based on buyer behavior and engagement history, this document has had success engaging with similar buyers at the current sales stage with the same ice cream flavor preference. Cherry. <laughs> That's so true. That's cool. So they do a good job. Like their video work is great, by the way. Yeah. Like they've done a good job really there. Good. I don't know though if I know how the hell they're using AI to be better, if we're being honest. I don't I, I could see it in the video, but I don't know if they can we can we take I know we're almost at time, but I want to yeah. take a quick look at pricing. Where am I gonna find pricing? I just want to see what's included. Like no, is there any question. Is AI sort of an add-on? Is this a... We don't have pricing, do we? Here, let me play a little hardball with them. Sometimes I can find it hidden. No, they don't have any pricing. I can't even find it like no pricing. They want you on the phone with their, they, the other funny thing is, you know, I'm a marketer who markets to marketers. Like think about being a seismic sales guy who's selling to sales, you know, like there's just like, yeah. they're like, nope, don't give them pricing. Don't give them anything. Just get me on the phone with them. What's Highspot um, doing? Right. Cause that's their normal competitor. I'm just curious. I can't remember why Highspot part. Request no. I calculate my ROI if I don't know my cost. <laughs> the I don't know, man. Nobody. What the they heck? don't want to tell you. It must be must be pricey. They must be pretty proud of it. Go. Will you go back up and say request a demo for Seismic? Yeah, I've got to go there. I'm on the same page. Let's really see what that like funnel is. Okay, so they're using enrichment on the back end. Dope. Um, what is your reason? Oh, okay, so. Here's what I would change. One thing here, I call it the one question technique. I want to control. You can maybe still have a vague part, but I want a, a path. Because right now, doing marketing automation for Seismic is hell. Because when someone now fills out, I do not know if which of my solutions they are interested yeah. in or which of my products. And yeah. so I call this the one question technique. Here's how we do this at Directive, for example. And this is complete game changer because I can route it to a better SDR, uh, in a vertical, like, do I want a paid media SDR or an SEO SDR on the call? Do I want a creative AE or a video AE to sell them? So I call this, this the one great. question technique. Yeah. Um, so if and I it's was- radio, I, so it's like simple. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't even count as another field really in many ways. No, not at all. And then what I want to see is, do they use Chili Piper to directly integrate me into- a so like the biggest thing we did at directive is we got people to make a commitment and we follow up with a commitment and the commitment is booking the meeting at the same time they fill out the form so let's see if they do that uh, is it not working ah this is like a marketer's nightmare no this is i'm so sorry seismic 
I'm I'm not able to make your what the heck? Country, Maybe United States, state, California, test sample. Um, we call it maybe testing one, two, three. There we go. They just want to let me to do a test. See, right? That right there. This is what I call an inequitable exchange of value. I just gave you all my personal information. You did not give me anything in return, and you gave me no opportunity to control the velocity of the sales pipeline. I do not get to decrease your time to close by pre-scheduling and expressing my urgency in any way, shape, or form with your sales order. So wow, now there's, also, there's no drift chat. I just realized this is the first SaaS site I've seen in a while. No, no, it was. They had it on okay. request demo. It's down here. It okay. says, yeah, yeah, watch, watch, watch. It'll, it'll show up. It says piss down here. Yes, yeah, see? I see. Okay. But now watch. I just want to show you the difference of what I'm, why I'm like, this is so important in my opinion. So now I hit get started. Now what I want to have happen is I want you to make a commitment to me in real time. And I guarantee you, I decrease your cost per demo by 25% by just setting up Chili Piper. I love that. Because I think this now crazy. my inbound SDRs are following up with someone who has a scheduled meeting. And I did the math on this. I'll show this to everybody real quick before we close. Um, I actually have this right here so everybody can at least see it. So the math from this is across, you know, millions of dollars in spend on Chili Piper. Uh, there it is. So without Chili Piper, I had a 34% form filled to intro held conversion rate. With Chili Piper, I had a 51% form filled to intro held conversion rate. Wow. So and hyper, hyper recommend this. Uh, and it'll, you know, and this is from advertising. So I'm doing this from a convo ad. So it's not even necessarily the same purchase intent as request yeah. the demo, but I would expect similar uh, success for them here. So Cynthia, in closing. I don't know why my, I just realized my video is frozen. And are it's you seeing, good. are you seeing me frozen, but I'm still speaking? Yeah, yeah. Let's see, okay. Let's see uh, just maybe <laughs> pause, pause your video for a second and try to turn it back on and see if it doesn't. Okay. Hang on. Nope. <laughs> Either way, I'll well, just, we can, we can speak under these circumstances. No worries. I love it. So what are the three big things you want to do, Cynthia, as kind of new uh, CMO at uh, Seismic? I want to, one, on the positive side, um, give that video team all the resources they need to just scour the site with more of that great stuff. Completely. Um, and just, you know, sort of do that same work on the, on the solutions and products pages that they've done on, throughout the rest of the site. Um, two, I want to highlight that Forrester Wave content and, and visual at least, um, you know, and just sort of swagger a lot more throughout the site. I think that they don't even have to show the visual. They can, they can speak to it in a lot better ways. Um, three... I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I get it that they don't want to offer pricing. I feel like the um, even I, I like to say you'll hear back from us when um, when you fill out a form, like if if there's no other option for me to get my questions answered and I'm a sales guy and I'm and I know I'm talking to other sales guys, I'm I just am going to want to know, like, when are you going to get back to me and and how fast can will that be? I don't know. That's a little thing, but I always appreciate that. No, I'm right there with you. I think they need a sexier sales process when you're selling sales professionals. You know, I talk to you offline. Like my philosophy on marketing to marketers is make them jealous. 
yeah. I'm sure it's the same darn thing with selling sales and sales enablement people like make your sales enablement even in the website that much better. And I think, you know, I honestly seismic really impressed, like through creative so the home business, yeah. all those areas, really, really good. I would definitely recommend you maybe put a little bit more effort in your product and solution pages. I do think those don't hit your same design standard as your annual report or your homepage. Um, pricing. If you have the confidence to price when the rest of your industry does not, and you come up with an accessible, understandable, transparent billing model, I, I think it's a competitive advantage for you. That high spot would have to adjust to in all transparency. Wow. And yeah, honestly, in closing, just keep, keep doing it and maybe just fix your content and product disconnection. Cause I think you have some world-class content. Some of the best actually I've seen yet. I think you've accidentally removed it from your product and your ability to monetize the investment you've obviously made there is underwhelming to its potential. So I might clean that up, but thank you seismic for being our muse. Cynthia, yeah. Thank you for being on our show. If anyone well, wants to follow along with your journey and lit miss, uh, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Cynthia price. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you everyone. Awesome. Thanks so much, Garrett. All right. Bye everybody. Thanks Cynthia.